we heal in community. And that's something that we should do every day because some days are good, some days aren't good. And like a workout, you know, it takes practice. And we say the same thing. Wellness takes practice. And every day it's how you wake up and everyone's journey is different. Hi, and welcome to the All Too Well podcast. I'm your host, Erica Huss. I'm a wellness entrepreneur, a wellness expert, and your wellness whisperer here to make your journey towards better health just a little more comfortable and a little less cringy. And speaking of female wellness entrepreneurs, I had the privilege of having a great chat with two co-founders who are building something really, really special in this crazy category and business we call wellness. Uh, Lacey Tish and Lauren Zucker are the co-founders and co-CEOs of Sage and Sound, which is a beautiful new wellness destination here in New York City. So if you're listening and you don't live here, you think, oh, this probably isn't for me, but I encourage you to absolutely follow through, listen to their stories, the way that these two women came together, the journeys that they have had individually, and then finding each other to create this business is truly inspiring, beyond inspiring. I mean, it, it blew my mind to hear what each of them has been through and to hear the the way that they've turned everything around into creating an opportunity and a space to kind of give something back to the community and also just create another outlet for people. And it's Sage and Sound is a place that you can go. It's here on the Upper East Side in New York City, but they also have um, they have education, they have products, they have access to resources that you can get just even by visiting their website. So it really is something that, while it is kind of a New York centric conversation, it is much broader and bigger than that. And again, I mean, it's just such an incredibly inspiring story and. To hear them talk about each other and to see the way that they they interact and, and to see the passion that they really have put into building this experience and this space. Again, it's just, it's one of those feel-good inspiration moments for me and kind of reminder of why I love doing this and meeting new people and having these conversations. So without further delay, I encourage you to have a listen to my interview with Lacey and Lauren from Sage and Sound. I want to officially (laughs) welcome both of you. So we have Lacey Tish and Lauren Zucker, who are the founders of Sage and Sound. And uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. I'm very excited to meet both of you. I've heard actually about this project that you've been working on for quite some time. I've heard about that. I've heard about you. We all live in New York and I think have had, you know, some overlap in our wellness journeys, certainly. Um, So that's always a fun thing to pull some threads on. And I'm very eager to hear what you've been working on with Sage and Sound and really also for you to share your personal journeys in terms of how you got there, because I think some of it is certainly extraordinary and some of it is also quite relatable. And the more that we have these conversations and share with listeners and with this amazing community that there is so much that we can accomplish when we actually are willing to kind of share and put our heads together. Uh, That's really what I, I get excited about. So 
with that, um, whoever wants to kind of launch the launch the story and launch your own, with your own personal story, I will I will turn it over to you. Well, hi. <laughs> I, you know, me and Lauren started Saint and Sound because, as you said, you alluded to it. We're all going through journeys, especially you know after COVID, during COVID. Um, with wellness and you know for me I found or Lauren found me one or the other um at a time in my life where we were both like really really embedded in our personal wellness journeys and what that looked like for us um and we wanted to create a space that you know really catered to everyone's individual journey because they're so different you know like me and Lauren come from different ends of the spectrum um not only in our journeys but in our you know needs and likes and tastes of like what we like to do in terms of wellness so for example I always say this uh, Lauren can be doing a sound bowl upside down, whereas for me, getting my nails done is like a lot of wellness, you know? <laughs> um, so that's why we wanted to create the space. But I wanted to know, Lauren, do you want to add anything to that before I? Sure. I think where we were really, you know, when when we concepted the brand, it started more in the in the physical space. Um, and really around how you heal as a community uh, and how you discover wellness within community. And so much, I think that, you know, we're all learning, whether it's through a podcast or, you know, you, you, it's wonderful to be with people who want to share and who want to give. And what we've really just felt so empowered to do because it helped our personal journeys was to be able to help others and feel that they're not alone and to feel that, you know, to Lacey's point, whether it's, you know, connecting through a manicure and, you know, we made sure that the way that we curated it, there's no magazines in, you know, the manicures. Um, it's really about coming together and either putting on your meditation headphones or connecting to people within that space. Or in the cafe, it's connecting with, you know, people at the tables or in the meditation room through all the classes, it's connecting with people. And I think what we've really just overall as, as a community where we are is we heal in community. Um, and that's something that we should do every day because some days are good. Some days aren't good. Um, and like a workout, you know, it takes practice and we say the same thing. Wellness takes practice and every day it's how you wake up and everyone's journey is different, whether you meditate or you journal and I think what we really wanted to do, which is why we, you know, really loved your podcast, Erica, is we don't want it to feel intimidating, right? Like we want to break it down and just say, whatever you can do that works for you, just start small and just be mindful. 
and think about what are those little things that you can do every day for yourself? Because it's hard. So that's that's really what feels great with the brand, that people are really taking time for themselves and connecting within community and walking out with a smile. Yeah, I love I love that concept is you guys have created this uh, for people who are listening. I mean, and I'll let you do the the official dis- description of what it is, but you've created this this essentially this temple of experience and of, of wellness and self-care uh, on the Upper East Side of New York. It's a place where you can come and spend all day or just drop in for a minute. But to your point, the idea is to feel like you are you don't have to necessarily even understand what infrared light therapy is or understand what, you know, some of these more kind of sophisticated or out there concepts might be. But if all you're looking for is feeling a little bit pampered and that's your version of self-care, then no one's there to judge you and everybody is there to support that and let you have that experience. And who knows by the time, you know, you leave, maybe you will have discovered three more things that you're interested in or made a new friend. I love that whole idea. I think it's so, especially to your point, Lacey, it's so important post-COVID for us to create these experiences that really bring people together after we've been isolated for so long and people have been living in their heads a little too long. It's nice to be able to (laughs) come out of your house and go someplace where you can, you know, just interact with other people. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thanks. Um, I wanted to say like, yeah, you know, for me and Lauren, it was about healing, but we also want people to, you know, as you just said, pamper themselves. Like, wellness should be fun. Wellness is fun. It's not only, like, something you need to do in when you're in dire straits. Like, it's something, like, you get to do. You have the luxury to do. And I, you know, it, for me, it was healing. Like, I... You yeah, know, my so let's story. let's talk about your personal story because yeah. I really it's it's fascinating and you've been through just an unbelievable journey. So let's let's talk about what, where you've been. Oh God! I mean, I've been everywhere. <laughs> um, so I, you know, when I was born, I and I'm not going to tell you my whole life story. I'm, but when I was born, I was born with like a lot of medical medical Michigas. Um, <laughs> and I had like 13 surgeries by the age of seven. Turns out I recently was diagnosed with this like rare, rare genetic disease that like links everything. Like I had a heart issue, kidney issues, urinary tract issues, cleft lip and palate. Um, you know, I'm deaf in my left ear. I, it was just the doctors told my mom that, you know, this is going to be a child with special needs. And my mom being my advocate was like, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, my daughter can do whatever she wants to do. She's fine. So, you know, I, I got a lot of medical. Talk to your mom right now, you know? I love Seriously. that. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Go, Susan. Seriously. Go, Susan. I love that. Um, so I got a lot of medical attention. And over the years, going through a lot of stuff, um, and 
one doesn't necessarily link to the other, but I was playing tennis like when I was 29 and all of a sudden I woke up three days later, I had suffered a cardiac arrest, like legitimately died on the tennis court. They had to defibrillate me. So came back to life. I mean, I'm sure it's all connected. It is all connected. So I went along with my daily life like nothing happened. Like I got it catered to, I attended to it, like I attended everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, and this can happen to anyone. And it happened to me, like I, my life just like, caught up with me like all the things just caught up with me and like I had late onset PTSD mm. um and I was self-medicating because I I didn't know I it was either doctors heal me or I had no tools so I started self-medicating with alcohol and you know, just really spiraled very quickly. Mm. Um, and there's so many, you know, little things that little and big, like I got married, I got divorced, you know, I had a kid, and I got married again. I'm still married. Um, but like there were so many happy and sad things and overwhelming and you know, things that happened along the way. But life's not lifey. Life is lifey. So (laughs) those things happen. And I struggled with alcohol for many, many years. And I met Lauren and I started like in my head, I was like, I I have to start like doing stuff for myself. I have to be taking care of this. What my only body, because that's my responsibility. I want to ask Lauren, who do I go for acupuncture? What do I do for this? Like, I need you to tell me. And like a lot of people are gatekeepers and we strive not to be. And Lauren is the opposite of a gatekeeper. She is the most loving, giving person. And she... I love you. She would give me the names of everyone. And that started my healing journey. And we were like, we need to find this place. And, you know, now I'm sober, um, like three and a half years, which is amazing. amazing. Would not be sober if it weren't for this journey, like starting this business, starting to realize that, there's so many better things in life. Um, I'm really a lot healthier. Like, I'm the healthiest I've ever been, and I still deal with the medical stuff. But emotionally and mentally, I have a toolbox that allows me to deal in a way that's healthy rather than harmful and we just for me and Lauren Lauren's story is incredible like we just want to give that back freely and without judgment so 
That's my story. I love that, lady. Beautiful story. Yeah. I still every day I could hear the story every day, and I just I am so proud of so proud of Lacey, and I love hearing where you are today, seeing where you are today, knowing what she's been through, and how dedicated she is every day to showing up to be the best version, the best partner, the best friend, the best mother, the best wife. Like it's so important to you and you, you see it in all of her actions. Mm. Um, and I really am, I'm really, I'm really proud. And I think what is really beautiful about telling our stories is that so much of wellness just looks so perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's, we just want to be so real with like, not everyone's gone through Lacey's journey, right? But I'm sure like anyone, they know people going through medical stuff or they don't, or they've been in a, a place with addiction or they know, like, it's just being so real and transparent with just what we've been through, where we are and how to be real with people, yeah. you know? Um, and that feels really good for us as founders um, to be in the space and want to grow the brand and like be in the classes with, you know, the community. And, and they're like always wanting to talk to us. And, you know, they always say like, we just had a manifest class. We created division boards last week and it was great. We had like 20 people that came and we were in the class and everyone's like, that's so cool. You're in the class. I love it. And they wanted to hear the story and we're just we really just want to connect with people and just l break down this vision sometimes that feels like it's not accessible or real or how can I get there? Because yeah. they can. Yeah. Well, and yeah. to your point, it's great that you are actually, you're in the classes, you're, do, you're literally walking the walk, which I think is so important when you are somebody who is considered, you know, a thought leader on some level or a voice of authority in this category, which again, as you said, and I say all the time, it can be so intimidating. It can be so preachy. It can feel so out of reach. And look, I'm nobody's pretending that there isn't an element of luxury involved in much of what's happening in wellness. But that's not the full story. That's not the full picture. That is one piece of it. And if you can get there and that's what makes you happy, you have all my respect and praise. But if you're somebody who's like, I actually don't have the budget, nor am I interested in spending right. whatever it's going to cost to elevate myself to the level that I see somebody like Gwyneth Paltrow or whoever it is. But what can I do? There are options there yeah. too. And my whole my whole Absolutely. goal obviously is to show, demonstrate the entire spectrum because it should feel like wherever you can start, wherever you can plug in is somebody's there to meet you where you are. So it sounds like, you know, that's certainly the same ethos that you have. And, and so now Lauren, uh, now I would love to hear your story because Lacey has alluded to it and, and we need to hear the full picture. I, I guess in, in a nutshell, um, you know, Everything was going smoothly with my life. I was, you know, working in music. I, I was, I got married. I had my first child and I learned kind of quickly after I had him, uh, my son, that um, there were a lot of addiction issues that my ex was struggling with. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very hard for me to... I think as so many mothers have discussed, 
postpartum and what that feels like during a transition of just your life of being a new mom, I really didn't know where to begin in terms of this journey. And I don't know if it's that my mom is British and I was very, very private and I couldn't share and I just clamped up and I didn't know what to do. Um, and I got really into Al-Anon, which is a free, you know, talk about, you know, accessible and, and, and from a community standpoint, I really, it took me about a year to speak up. Um, but it really helped me with my journey of being able to vocalize what I was dealing with and, what I wanted with my life, because mm. when you think your life is going one direction and then it doesn't and it takes a turn, it's it's very hard to recalibrate um, and really hone in on your morals and your values and your awareness of like really what is important to you in your life. Um, and I went through a really, 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 really rough divorce um, which completely shifted my whole life, honestly, mm. financially, all of it. And I had never gone through struggles like this in my life. And it was really hard. And you have at that point, how old is the child that you are, that you're raising while you're going through all of this? So at the time I now had two kids. Oh, God. So, um, they were probably like six and nine. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out my life and what that looked like. And it was it was a really tough, tough, ugly divorce. And they ended up going recently on a trip with their with their father. Um, and he passed away on the trip. Oh my god. And I had to go and pick them up. And I now really want to speak up and vocalize more just what I am going through from a grief perspective, what my kids are going through from a grief perspective. Um, and I think just in general, you know, I grew up, my mom is a dancer. I danced in college. I knew how to really heal through movement. And when all of this went on in my life, I couldn't literally move like I could. Yeah. And I really didn't have, which is crazy to me. I didn't have the tools as Lacey was saying to really pull my strength. And, you know, I wasn't, I was in Al-Anon. I got actually really into Kabbalah, but I, I didn't have tools. I didn't have the tools in my toolbox to like really step back and say, okay, how am I going to do this? So during these years of concepting and bringing Sage and Sound to life, and this was a year ago when my ex passed away, I had the tools. And it was really, really hard, but I continue to not only show up to be the best version of myself, but to now be a single mom and to now help my kids, you know, go through what they went through, which mm. is unbearable. And that is a challenge in itself. Um, and I... I really want to to do more in this space. I don't think grief is is really something that you understand until you go through it, especially for my kids and now as a mother. Uh, and I th I think what we're here for and and 
you know, why I'm just so proud of what we're doing is to help support others and yeah. to speak up and to share what I've learned along this journey. And it, and it continues. Yeah. Good for you. That's such a powerful story. And uh, I mean, God, between the two of you, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing that you, that you met and that this, this opportunity presented itself. And if there is, you know, depending on whether you believe in silver linings or, or, or serendipity, it sounds like at least in your case, Lauren, if there were that, that the fact that you had the tools at that point that, that equipped you to deal with such a shock and such a loss compared to where you had been maybe 10 years prior, it could have ended very differently for everybody. So to some degree, is that a little bit of some kind of intervention there? You know, who knows? But I think, uh, and yeah, I I could not agree with you more. I think we are, as a culture in the US and, you know, probably uh, maybe also in the UK, like we're so bad at grief. We're so bad at talking about it in a frank way and in a realistic way and in a way that makes it feel less scary because, I mean, I think we can all agree, one of the scariest things in the world is the prospect of either losing your own self, your own person, your health, or losing someone that you care about. But it's like the one language that we don't have at all as a culture to normalize it or at least make it feel like it's not something that we need to shy away from and and shun because if we don't think about it, maybe it won't happen. Don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Right. If I, but if I don't need... talk about it, then it's then it won't ever it won't ever come true, and that's bullshit. That's crazy. No, and it's gonna happen to all of us. Yeah. yeah. Which is anyone not not you know p- people in our lives like it it's it's a real it's it's really something that we do need to talk about. And you know, to Lacey's point, it doesn't all need to feel this is that is heavy. It doesn't all need to feel heavy. Like anything else, you know, it's just. Being able to like wake up in the morning and start your day on the right note and like reframe it and create that good, whatever you may need for that day to just set off the right positive mindset, you know, is all, is all, is all part of it. Um, And we actually, we we had a meeting yesterday with this amazing healer, Lacey and I, and um, She's going to come in and she's going to do some energy work. And she, she said something, which is so true. She's like, there are no, there are no coincidences in life. Like you're, you are where you're supposed to be and you meet people because you're supposed to meet them. And I really do believe that we came together because we were supposed to, we were supposed to start this. (laughs) I mean, when, when me and Lauren met, uh, we met because our kids were in the same kindergarten like not the same class but the school and Lauren was still married mm-hmm. and I was actively in my addiction and we you know started talking about this idea and you know as as we grew in the brand and what we wanted it to look like, we literally grew as human beings. Cause like, I think we were able to see something we wanted to create, but we wanted to be, you know, as you said, Erica, like walking, living, breathing, what we believe in. And that really, and along with community, like, I think a sense of purpose. 
and this might be my purpose. And I think we have many different purposes in life, but like this is one of them. But like having a purpose, like that also heals you. Mm-hmm. And no question. I mean, I, I I don't know where I would be. And sometimes I think I'm like, I might be sitting alone with whatever, not doing anything if I didn't meet Lauren and didn't start this. And yeah. I am so lucky to be stressed out from work <laughs> because I love it. I know. That is very, very true. As anyone says, like, you've got to find your passion. Like, what do you love? Like, we really do love it. And we love different aspects of it, right? Like, I may love the study and, it's, you know, Lacey may love the facials and how to bring that. So it really is like the perfect compliment. Lauren, Lauren, what is the study? Yeah. Oh, would you like me to tell you about the study? <laughs> I want to hear about the study. Yes. Okay. So the study is a space within Sage and Sound for all of our mindfulness programming. Uh, we have different buckets of classes. So we have breath work, we have meditation, we have sound, we have coaching and community, which is more of like our kind of, I don't want to say like group therapy kind of conversation talk, which really started from this idea of like, I love Al-Anon. Why can't this concept come from a non, you know, type of, of, of addiction or religion, or why can't it just be with like really great coaches? And every week we talk about a conversation or a topic and it's kicked off in September and it's going amazing. And we have great teachers and great community and, you know, and then we do workshops as well, like the vision board workshop. So within each one of the buckets, which I think is really amazing is a way to discover what works for you. Mm. I tend to be someone that loves all of them, right? Like I think having you, it's so important to just quiet your mind. If you can do that for a half hour a day, it does wonders. You Mm. feel the transformation. So we really believe in practicing some type of mindfulness and We offer four to five classes a day, seven days a week. I think what's really sets us apart is we have the, we have the best teachers. We really do. We, it really took a long time to really, you know, we pride ourselves on finding the best brands, the best practitioners, the best treatments under one roof. And we really do. We're so grateful. And they're the best in class, whether they're sound, whether they're breath, they really, they, they keep you coming back week after week because mm. you want to come back. Um, and it's been, it's been great. We've, we've really have a beautiful community that relies on the class times and the teachers and, you know, connecting with people that you don't normally see during your weekday. Yeah. And I think now, you know, like anyone else during COVID, I think people have realized like having that practice, it does wonders for you. And all the apps are great. But for us, it's being able to like physically go to a space, have your practice, and then like meet a friend if you have time for matcha after or do right. something after. I love that. So 
a question for both of you to answer, um, because you've, you've alluded, it, alluded to it here in your telling of what the experience is like and what you each respond to. But given that there are, like you said, there are so many different modalities to achieving the goals what, that you've set in terms of whether it's sort of quieting your mind or physical healing, and you've obviously done the deep dive on all of them and experienced everything and you have your favorites or you don't have your favorites in, in certain cases, but what has been for each of you, and I'll start with Lauren, uh, the most surprising, like what, what modality or technique or treatment or something were you not expecting to connect to or really enjoy or get so much out of until you actually had it? Because I find that that's often something that people think oh, you know, well, I'm already familiar with X, Y, and Z, so this will be kind of a no-brainer. And then there's always an element of surprise. Like, I didn't think I was going to be so interested in cold plunge because I'm somebody who hates the winter, but it turns out I really like a cold plunge. So for you, like, what what have been those those experiences for each of you? So I got really into breath work. I always say it's the one tattoo I put on my wrist. Um, I practice it myself. I practice it in the classes. It really helps calm my central nervous system, dealing with the anxiety and everything that I went through. And we have this class called Breathe, Stretch, and Release. And I didn't know how I was going to feel because it's like an immersive experience and you put on headphones and it felt very like... um what is that? Like the, the discos, the, oh, silent, the silent disco, disco kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Which yeah. I, I like to dance. I want to hear really loud music. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel with this. And I, it's one of my most favorite classes. I loved it. It's so cool. You have headsets on, you hear the teacher's voice. It helps you do breath work in such a way that I've never experienced before. And I love it. Yeah, no, I, so for me, I'm not, I don't like to be like physically in my body with all my, you know, background and experiences. So breath work is like, I've tried it, but it's not for me. And that's okay. I like love the coaching and community. I love talking and I, I, and it was a surprise for me because I'm really, I think I'm an extrovert and introvert. Same. Or I'm an introvert and extrovert. Yeah. You know, one of those. But I'm always like, I don't want to be around people. And then once I like get myself there, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. I love you. I love you. And she's don't sharing that. and she's talking. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I I really love hearing people's experiences, their life experiences, and what tools help them. And, you know, imparting any tools that have helped me and just sharing of ideas and experiences. Um, I find that, like, connecting is something that's very surprising that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Well, especially because to your point earlier, 
you say that you like to keep it light and you like a little bit of self-care and pampering is your key. But the reality is, as you just said, actually finding that connection doesn't have to feel heavy, but it certainly feels grounded and it feels meaningful. And I think in light of certainly what you've shared and that when you use that phrase before talking about medical PTSD, I think that that is something that is so, so, so real and important for people to understand is real. And whether you've experienced it on an enormously macro level in the way that you had after years and years and years of just being poked and prodded and and analyzed and judged in some ways. But even on a micro level, I think a lot of us have experienced this and most of us women, we've experienced some level of feeling dismissed or feeling not taken seriously or feeling a little judged or kind of mistreated by the medical experiences that we've had because we've been in a culture where we've worshipped doctors for so long and taken everything they say as gospel that when you feel that something, you know, this is kind of like my little soapbox moment, but this, because I feel very passionately about this topic, but this whole concept of like medical misogyny and medical gaslighting where you are being told that your symptoms aren't real or that you're actually okay and whatever is happening for you is quote unquote normal. When if you know deep down in your own body, no, this is not normal. This is not actually part of my daily experience. There is something wrong and it needs to be taken seriously. Like that can be very, very traumatizing. So again, to bring it back to what you were saying. Yeah. No, but it's very interesting. You say that, um, like this weekend, I, I had like, like I, I had these attacks that are really bad and like the, you really want to jump out of your body. And the only thing that works is this one medication. And I went to the doctor's office in the Hamptons. And for the first time I was like, listen, this is what's happening. This is what I need. And the doctor listened to me mm-hmm. and it was shocking. Because the last time it happened, I was in the city and I went to whatever place. You know, I'm very upfront. I say I am sober. I've been sober. I am telling you this because I want you to know. And then I tell you, this is what's going on. This is what I need. And then they accuse me of drug seeking. And uh, I... I think I've become so accustomed that I'm like, yet again. And it's so shocking when people listen to you now. But I, it has been a crazy path, and I have a lot of stories about that for another podcast. <laughs> um, I will say, this is one of my favorite phrases, and Lacey's going to know it, and this has started from meditation. You have to trust your gut. No, it's so true. And it's it's so upsetting and, and disappointing to hear that you are shocked and surprised when, when your doctor actually does listen. But that just goes to show, again, to Lauren's point, that we have to be our own our own barometer, our own advocate. Certainly it's important to have someone in your life that can kind of give you a reality check if you are, you know, constantly self-diagnosing. And there are plenty of people out there who are legitimately hypochondriacs that maybe not all the things that they think are wrong are wrong. But I think for the general population, for most of us, 
especially a women, we have a tendency to sort of swallow the thing because we think that either we don't want to be a burden or it's, we don't want to be a nuisance or we don't want to make a quote unquote big deal out of something. And the reality yeah. is there are things that actually are yeah. kind of a big deal and they need to be taken seriously. So the more we have these conversations, yeah. the more people are like, oh my God, that totally happened to me too. And now I realize that that's actually some sort of a, a problem and it should be addressed. And so you can see yeah. I get fired up on this topic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm a, there was a Netflix film that you should watch. Oh, I'll tell, I'm here take for care it. of Maya. Okay. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Well, so for people who, and again, right now you guys are, you're only in New York. Is there a plan to expand beyond New York or are you keeping things local for now? We yes. have lots of future growth plans, but yes, for now, uh, we are on the Upper East Side on 84th and 3rd, but we have um, on our website, you know, a full, all of our, our wellness shop, you can shop online. We did a really great job curating all the different products, so definitely check it out. It's a nice assortment of things that you wouldn't see all together in one place, uh, and we're really looking at at what kind of growth in the future looks for us. So and, and the products also they like range. Like we're very into skincare, very into home stuff, bath and body, and we have like a lot of the stuff we do in the study. We take out and we sell the products that we use in the study. Yeah. So you can take a piece of that, even if you can't be there, you can have something meditative. And yes, we do. We definitely want to expand. We are looking for a second location. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, and we, yeah, we're just like, so glad and so honored to be like on the on this podcast and part of this community now. Uh, well, I definitely yeah. plan to come and pay you guys a visit. Uh, I like I said, Please. I've heard about this project in the works for quite some time, and so I'm eager to check it out myself and certainly share with listeners. And so they can find you uh, on the Upper East Side, and then if they want to do if they want to participate online with shopping and, and following you on social, we can include all of that information in the show notes so people know where to find you. Uh, Lacey and Lauren, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you both and congratulations and best of luck with this, with Sage and Sound. Uh Erica. Thank you. Thanks ladies. Thanks for listening to All Too Well, guys. And as always, I am accepting stars, reviews, all of the above. They don't cost you anything and they mean a lot to me. So if you do have time, head on over to Apple Podcasts and throw me a few stars and, uh, you know, just do a good turn. Thanks. Thanks.